company, let's say, called Refreshment. And um, it would be nice that you share with us what is Refreshment and tell us about your work as a masseuse. And yeah. Uh, Refreshment is a massage uh, service that's giving other people uh, relaxation. People that feel like they have no energy or have deep tension or pain in their body. Uh, these people come here for a relaxed massage and everything is about relaxation. I also have a podcast where I inspire people how to live uh, from uh, relaxation for more energy in their life. And yeah, my work as a masseuse is very important to me. I have enough uh, relaxation in life. And that's the reason why people come at uh, refreshment. They want to get refreshed in their body and they feel my energy and peace. Yes, I have to admit while we were doing the research for this podcast and while I was preparing the questions, I, of course, had a look at refreshment and I watched some of your videos and it was amazing. I could really feel your energy, your relaxation, watching your hands, doing the massages, the music. I could really feel what you're just saying, that you feel relaxed and that you are actually transmitting this to others yes. and your videos were really reflecting it. And then when I finished watching, my partner has a lot of problems with his neck, with his lower back okay. for many, many years. And then I got so motivated by watching your video and I say to oh, him, thank you. I'm going to massage you now. So <laughs> he went, he was like, okay, because you know, we have so many things to do with kids and, and yes. work and everything. And we will talk about that also later, but I got so motivated from your videos and I was like, oh, I, I want to do that. I want to do that now. And I did some of the things that I saw you doing. Yes. I think I'm pretty good at massages, but I also uh, learned some things from watching your videos and I massaged them for an hour and he was so happy. And that was really okay. like your video gave me this kick. Okay. No excuses. Get up, give him a, a massage. Nice. He, pain, he suffers, you know? <laughs> So nice to it hear. Is, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I really feel it from, yes. from what you're presenting to us on your social media. Nice, nice. Yes. And as you said, you were really into kickboxing sports. I also know you were into running and uh, working out. And of course, kickboxing is a very is very different from giving massages, let's say. It doesn't yes, mean true. you cannot do both things, but you decided to make the switch and rest became very, very important to you. Sure. And you also say rest is one of my values. So from being active in kickboxing, you changed your life completely and devoted it to both your own well-being, like your own rest, but also to others' well-being. So it would be great if you can share a little bit more of your personal story here, because there is also a deeper reason for you making the switch. Uh, the reason is uh, very sensitive. The reason why uh, relaxation is so important to me is because I had panic attacks four years ago. And during my world study, I had them and it was very heavy. And with the panic attack, uh, you have uh, so much panic, but there uh, was nothing really to worry about. And in your own head, there's so much danger and your body gives um, a response with uh, annoying symptoms. And a simple ex uh, example is when you sit on the train, your uh, your heartbeat is uh, like over the 500 and your hands are, uh, are sweaty and you choose to fly uh, from that uh, situation so you can chill down. And I had panic attacks in school, outside, in the bus or train, uh, sometimes six times on a day. And that's very heavy and at the uh, end of your uh, at the end of your, the day, your energy is so low, 
and the next day you have school again and uh, other obligations and it was very heavy I can imagine it sounds yeah. pretty hardcore actually yeah for my mind for my uh, body for everything yeah I had a therapy and it uh, really helps me I received some uh, tips and tools and some helped me and uh, others not and I was tired I uh, needed some rest I had no energy and the therapist told me that If you want to get over the uh, anxiety, you have to face the situation every time. And I really understand, but what I really needed was uh, relaxation. Okay, yeah. so you you yeah. really made a decision to say. Actually, it's funny you're you're saying none of the therapists or, or the therapist never really told you what you need is rest. Um, and then you yourself realized, okay, what I actually need is rest. Yes, and true. You told me you made a decision. To say, okay, if I don't have energy, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to focus more on the things that are good for me. I'm going to start setting boundaries. I'm going to listen to my body, um, grow in, in my own self-awareness, do the things that make me happy. You also told me you started writing, walking, doing breath work, yoga, stretching, listening to music. You've changed your room, right? Even now, when I, I have to say, when you logged in and I saw your room, I guess it is your room. Yes, I was true. like, wow, that looks so beautiful. Yes, true. And you yeah. said it's important for you to also clean up your room, right? To have a clean yes. environment. No? Yes, then my mind is so relaxed and I'm thinking about nothing. It's like peace. So it's very important to me to uh, rest. Everything is rest. When I wow. uh, talk to people, it's relaxation, it's rest, it's good energy, it's peace. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you. And you also mentioned to me that it's important to spend time with yourself. And it was funny because the other day I'm in Greece right now on vacation and one of my kids was uh, at the beach and he was playing in the sand by himself for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. He was really into what he was doing in the sand. And then my mom says to me, oh, what a pity he's there by himself and he's not playing with his brother and with his uh, siblings and with the other kids. We should tell him to move and go to the other kids. And I say, no, why? Why is it bad that he's spending yes. time by himself playing? He seems super happy. He seems super into what he's doing. So I think there is many times, maybe it's a generational thing too, this misconception of spending time with yourself, being alone. Yes. Is something mm. negative, but it's absolutely not. And and you told no. me, I want to spend time with myself. So tell us more about your approach to this. Now, it's because we spend so much time at school, at work with other people. And through that, we forget ourselves. People always say, uh, I have no time for myself because I have children, because I have to go to work. And I'm always like, how? You, you need yourself. You need high energy from yourself. You need to look after yourself. So I choose myself every day. And if I can support you, I, I'm going to support you. And yeah, I, I choose myself every day. And I also grew into it to spend a lot of time with myself. And when I had panic attacks, I lost uh, social context. So I didn't need uh, much people in my life because of the attacks. Okay. And, and through reason. that, you also realized it's actually nice to be by myself. I don't need to be all the time around yes, people, right? True. Yeah. And, and you also said you boundaries became very important to you and saying no. Tell us about that part. That was part yes. of your journey towards refreshment. 
Yes, because many times when you say uh, yes to someone, you say no to yourself. And think about it, uh, saying no to another person when uh, that is what you want, because through that you create uh, the yes for yourself. Yeah. And you can say no to your boss, you can say no to your friend, to no to negative energy, and a no can create so much positivity because you block something that does not uh, bring you further. And I think people need to try that. And also, like, you, through the spirit of transitioning from kickboxing to massages, to self-care, to saying no, um, to doing therapy, so on and so forth, the things that you share with us, how did your environment react, your friends, your family, people at school? How was it for them to see Rochelle changing and stopping with kickboxing, let's say? Yes, they were uh, very surprised, but uh, they support me every day. And it took me a year to recharge. And people were very sad because I had a connection with sport, with teaching, but I didn't feel it anymore. And yeah, I'm always interested for people. So, so they support me every day in everything I do. Okay. So the, the reactions were positive. Yes. That's very good. positive. Yeah. Fantastic. And you also say one of your, your favorite motto is Kommt goed. Uh, this is now in Dutch. Like it, it will be fine, let's say. And uh, I'm not Dutch, but I've been living in the Netherlands now for more than 11 years. And there are a few things when people ask me about the Dutch and I say, oh, yeah, they have this saying, Kommt goed. Kommt goed. Yes. It's yes, like true. very Dutch. And um, it's one of your favorite mottos. So tell us why. Like, what does it mean to you, this phrase that is so Dutch, actually, that it's so prevalent in the society that yes. you hear all the time? Well, everything's going to be okay. When you start believing that, you don't have to worry about anything. And some things in life will not go as you want, but everything has a reason, a good reason. And that's what uh, positivity can do for you. Yeah. So, so it means a lot. Yeah. So you kind of, by saying it to yourself, you don't give a lot of room to negative thoughts coming and occupying yes. like space in your brain. That's what you mean. That Yeah. Yeah. And who has been your soul, Rochelle? Who inspired you or who still inspires you? Nice question. Um, there are so many people who have inspired me. I have no specific person because I can learn from everybody. Sometimes I see a person and I'm like, how are you doing it? And when I ask them, I will find a way to do it uh, at my own. And I also learn from, pe from uh, people who don't inspire me. Then I know uh, how I don't want to live. I love your answer because it really resonates with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very much like this too. I always feel like I can learn from everybody. My, yes. my parents also raised me like this, that don't look down on anybody. You can learn from everybody. Mm, and nice. uh, I also have this, what you just said, that sometimes I see people doing something that I consider wrong. And I also learn from that, you know, not just yes. from, yeah. So for, for me, it's the same. Yes. And so I really love very your nice. answer. Yes, yes. And to whom do you want to pass the salt? What do you want to tell maybe to people who are listening today? Um, what do you want to share with them? Uh, what I want to share is that you can create the life you want. Uh, you can make your own rules. And you also have to listen to yourself and your body. But that's very important. 
give yourself a lot of relaxation because that's what you need in life. It's uh, what you need. Yeah, rest. Yes, rest. Very important. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing this today with us. This episode is um, it's because my two previous episodes were about mental health, and one was about uh, Laurie, who has been living with, um, yeah, or who has who is going through a diagnosis of uh, bipolar. The other one was about Maria, who suffered for many years from depression. And I wanted to finish. Um, not that I will not speak about mental health anymore; it's a big part of, of Soul the podcast. But I wanted to connected with your conversation today, which is about rest, relaxation, self-care, boundaries. It's not a very heavy episode, but I really wanted that people feel your energy and um, feel this, this, yeah, this, this spirit that you have in you. You are very young. You're 19 years old. Yes. And um, when I started SALT, I was like, it's about lifting a new generation. And it's of course still about that. But I also realized that because maybe I was talking from my own position, from my own experiences, from my own journey, and I, I realized that it was not the right thing to say because the, the new generation is already doing so many amazing yes. things. And to me, it's like I wish at the age of 19, I would have had the self-awareness that you have, the courage that you have to even know the word rest, self-care. like. <laughs> I didn't know any of this. And yes, um, yes. I that's why I, I, I also wanted to speak with you because we don't need to go always through a lot of shit. Sorry, I will yeah. say this word or a lot of suffering no. or a lot of bad things. True. And that's why I, I love to have you here today as a 19-year-old woman sharing this wisdom with us at, at this young age. I find it really beautiful, Rochelle. Yes, thank you very much. And now you can ask me a question. Or two or yeah. three? Wait, the question, uh, you already answered that. No, just ask it. Maybe I can add more. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, what did you learn from this conversation? For me personally, self-care, rest, relaxation is something I've been struggling with all my life. And I'm still on a journey with that. Um, and it's probably one of the most challenging areas uh, where I still need to do more work with regard to myself. because I've been raised or conditioned into the belief that rest means I'm lazy. If I yeah. lay down and if I have a nap, oh, I'm lazy. If I, anything with regard to rest is laziness or is a luxury to go and have a massage, you know, oh, it's a lot yeah. of money and this money, you can do something else with this money, you know, or anything like that. Um, wow. This is how I've been raised. And I was always surrounded by women who always worked all the time and one of them okay. being my, yeah and one of them being my mother and until today even right now in Greece you know people when it's hot after lunch they usually yes. rest in the summer so I went to my mom's house and I saw her mopping the floor didn't you rest no yeah. I didn't rest why didn't you rest because I had to clean the kitchen I had to mop the floor I had to fold the clothes I had to put laundry yes, very and busy. this is how I was raised my whole life you know okay and even my mom always telling me, you need to work, you need to work, you need to do this, you need to help, you need to do this. And then in addition to that, because I grew up in Germany, being an immigrant, 
always feeling like, okay, I'm not part of the country. I'm different. Make other people making me feel like this. I always also, my father would always tell me, you need to work harder. You need to be better. You need to do better in school, yeah. better at university. You I need understand. To, so always to prove myself, Hey, I'm like you, or I'm enough. I have to be yes. accepted. So having these things made me always very like very energetic, always doing stuff. People who have known me for years, they know this working, doing this, doing that, but it's not good. So True. when I learned the word self-care, when I learned about rest, relaxation, when I, um, because I'm a feminist, when I found feminism and feminism is a lot about taking care of yourself. Yes. Um, then a lot of things changed in me. So I'm still uh, on a journey with this. So, okay, um, nice. I, I, yeah, I, I got inspired by your videos, by your own journey. And Thank I you. find it's beautiful that at this age, you are where you are, you know, because we don't need to come to this conclusion when we are 30, 40, 50, and we've been through a lot of pain or a lot of hardship. This is wonderful. And I'm really happy talking to you today. And um, Yeah, it's the same. Very nice answer. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Rochelda. And Thank you, everybody, for listening. I always honor a person, most of the time a woman, at the end of, of my podcast. And I want to honor today again Audrey Lord. Um, Rochelle, you probably don't know it, but she's one of my favorite, favorite people ever. Um, she was a Black feminist um, who wrote a lot about self-care. And um, she also said, caring for myself is not self-indulgence it is self-preservation so she really wanted to show that taking care of myself is not it's not a luxury this is how I'm preserving myself and of course she was also a woman of color she experienced a lot of racism and she realized that I have to take care of myself and this is also a political statement taking care of myself it's an act of political warfare. So I want to conclude with Audrey Lord one more time. And I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank you, Rochelle, for speaking with us. I know you were nervous. I have to say that too. She first didn't want to speak on salt because of her English. And I told her, we will do it. We will create something beautiful. And I'm proud of you, or you can be proud of yourself. Yes. That you had the courage to do it, that you are here and that you spoke on salt. And um, for people who have been listening you can follow Rochelle on Instagram, um, have a look at Refreshment uh, NL, and I will, of course, upload her information on, on, on our website. And yeah, if you've been enjoying the episode, share it with your friends, family, and yeah, whoever you think should be listening to it. So thank you very much. Something that is loved is never lost. I'm Stella Sagliari, and this is Salt the Podcast.